0: Amy and I'm here with Michelle.
1: Hey Amy, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. So we're recording this in April, the end of April. Who knows when it'll come out sometime probably in May. We are still in COVID season. Boom, 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 boom. Whatever sort of sound effect we have with that.
0: I think we're on our sound of someone in the corner crying. No. (laughs) We'd have to have a
1: series, a spectrum actually. Some eating chips sound, some sipping too much wine sound, some crying sound yeah the netflix boing 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 thing yeah. that comes up. whatever and everybody would have their own unique soundtrack to that i think we're in the seventh week since school got cancelled that's kind of yeah, how i've been close-ish. marking time is like the day that school got cancelled it was like oh crap the world is now actually ending no <laughs> well close <laughs> seven weeks in i would say we're doing pretty good yeah um, you and I do live in an area that has not been as horrifically impacted as some places in terms of po- we have a lower population density and we just haven't had extraordinarily high numbers every life matters but we're not experiencing that overwhelming sense yeah yeah nonetheless it's been interesting
0: mm-hmm. it has
1: massively adjusting you and I are more than two meters apart right now yes But we uh, have been each other's sort of cohort
0: cohort sanity family connection. Mm -hmm. Which, by the Alberta government, says is okay and recommended. I shared a post on my Facebook about that the other day just to let people know to stop. Judging you? (laughs) Yeah, a little bit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so maintaining physical distance. I'm absolutely adamantly against calling it social distancing because we can be... 10 feet apart and making solid eye contact and still having social connection. Oh yeah, totally. But we're physically distant. Yeah. Anywho, so here we are. Uh, don't know what the world will be like mm-hmm. when this is released in a month or so. Yeah. I was. We were three weeks in to this strange new world, and that was enough weeks for it to sort of the momentum of how do I adapt mm-hmm. my job and how do I adapt to my son being home and trying to do school at home very reluctantly as a grade 11 boy who would rather do something like play football than read a book and university daughter's home so all the fresh momentum of that we get with a little adrenaline rush to adapt it was gone Hmm. and now I was like this sucks and I don't want to do it so I get up early in the morning have my coffee before anybody gets up because that is absolutely the best time of the day
0: debatable but sure
1: (laughs) it works for me and so I was having my coffee and having a little vent with Jesus like how long is this gonna go on I hate it so much and as I'm like nattering away without a pause I just hear this little quiet thing just sort of come into me it's a season and often that's how I notice Jesus speaking to me it's like I'm nattering and there's this quiet word that comes to me Mm. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, it's a season. And, you know, I want to be sarcastic because what do we know about seasons in northern Alberta? Winter's a 100 years long. Spring is a day and a half. Summer is three weeks. And then a blip of autumn and there we go again in yeah. winter. But that's just sarcastic, Michelle. The reality is life is a cycle of seasons. Mm-hmm. None of them last forever. They have a beginning and an end, albeit sometimes an indefinite beginning and end, you know? even like our spring right now, it's like we have some sunny warm days and then we have a snowstorm and then some more sunny days and we start to reach temperatures we weren't reaching before and we feel like, oh, yay, spring is here and we've got some dandelions coming up. But it's definitely a new season. Mm-hmm. just isn't like a black line drawn. So as I thought about seasons, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, this is a season. I can do a season.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the seasons... It's one of those, it's one of those words that on one hand, I'm like, yeah, that's there's legitness to it. I feel it. That's a good description. And on the other hand, I'm just like, that is such an overused Christianese mm. word. Like this is just a season. What does Jesus have for you in the season? Which is true, but there's that like thing. So if any of you right now are like me and it's like, oh, the seasons. Yes, what every Christian loves to talk about. We love to talk about it because it's actually so true, Yeah. right? The seasons and the planting and harvest and the sowing and the reaping like that's those are themes throughout scripture. And so while it does seem a little Christian cliché. It's actually so solid. Every cliche started with something that was profoundly true that got overused. And then people started mocking it.
1: Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. Thanks for... But I just wanted to throw that out there. You know what? Somebody really
0: appreciated that.
1: (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying I'm not appreciating yeah. it. I'm just saying it was really important for somebody. So anytime I think the Lord's talking to me, I'm always like, okay, what does scripture say about this? Because either he is talking to me, it'll be in line with scripture, or I'm just getting some weird ideas yeah. if I can't. And of course, I went away right away to that passage that everybody knows from Ecclesiastes, even if they hate the book of Ecclesiastes, which mm-hmm. it's not my favorite. But for everything, there's a season and a time and activity under heaven. And it goes on as so many people would know a time to be born, a time to die, a time for love, a time for hate, a time for peace, a time for war, right? But it's just really, really beautiful. And it's, it's withstood the test of time and it gets mm-hmm. pulled out often actually in hard times. Yeah. You know, I've not heard it as a wedding sermon, but I've heard it in a funeral more than once, right? Yep. But the importance of recognizing that seasons are different and seasons always have a purpose.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: And. The purpose is actually the important thing to recognize.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't love winter. I can't wait for summer. I love summer. But if I tried to make summer happen in winter, you scoop the snow off my garden and put some seeds in the ground, mm-hmm. send the guys for the
0: white guys in the white jackets, you yeah. <laughs> know. And if summer lasted all year round.
1: Mm, that's not a good argument for me, but okay. But
0: that is, because if you think, right, like in spring, that's when new life starts happening. Mm-hmm. Summer is when you're doing kind of like the reaping or the harvesting of it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Or whatever. The nurture. If, what, sure. if, what if
1: you're winter real big lasted
0: <laughs> all year round?
1: You're a real big gardener, aren't you, Amy? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like saying things that sound something.
1: Summer is the time of nurture and cultivating and waiting and, and kind of, you know, you take care of the growing plants mm-hmm. for the time of the harvest in yeah. the fall.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. Just move it along.
1: There you go. And right now where we are, we had just a crazy summer last year, too much rain and then early awful, terrible yeah. winter. And so our farmers didn't get all their harvest in. Mm-hmm. So now we're at springtime, and they're trying to harvest when they should be getting ready to sow seed. Yeah. So it just really started to resonate with me more and more and more. Is like, you need to recognize the season that you're in mm-hmm. because if you don't, it actually impacts what happens in the next season.
0: Totally. As I was thinking about seasons and all that. It, it's exactly that, that what we learn and cultivate in one season is what we're actually going to harvest in the next. Mm-hmm.
1: And so there's all kinds of big thoughts. All of a sudden my brain just feels like it's exploring yeah. with the directions this can take, <laughs> right? A, don't be stressed out. Recognizing the season you're in isn't like a, oh my word, you might get it wrong and yeah. screw it up. No, mm-hmm. you just have to pay attention. What are the conditions telling you about this season? Yeah. They, they tell us, right? We know that while there's still snow on the ground, we can't plant the seed.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: should spring come and then we're halfway through summer and decide, oh, you know what? I should get off my butt, stop watching Netflix, and put some seeds in the ground. You're I, not going to You get know what?
0: Harvest. I did that. I was did like, you? Just with one. <laughs> I had poppy seeds, and I love poppies. I have mm-hmm. a tattoo of poppies. I have dishes. And I had seeds that I was like, I found them in the back of my closet or something in like August, And I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw these in the ground. Like, this might work.
1: No one can see my face.
0: (laughs) I know. (laughs) It did work. But I had one poppy that was maybe three inches tall that it bloomed. And I had a beautiful poppy. And I took a picture of it. And the next day, it snowed and obliterated everything.
1: So not the (laughs) harvest you could have had if you had put those seeds in the ground two months earlier. Yeah. And something else that would have happened if that could have run its full course is that not only would have you had a bunch of poppy blooms, you would have had poppy seeds.
0: Yeah. So for the next season. Now I have no poppy seeds. So we're
1: not saying like, oh my goodness, stress out and freak out. What season does God have you in? If you don't get on it, you're going to be screwed. No, of course not. Yeah. But it's important. Mm -hmm. So how would we recognize the season we're in? Yeah. You were going through some fun and funky things right before COVID did a smackdown. Yeah. And you had a lot of wondering about the season you were in. Mm-hmm. Do you want to share some of that?
0: Yeah. And I think I talked about that a little bit in the, what we do is not what we are. Mm-hmm. And just um, a few years ago, I really felt like Jesus was asking me to step into a lot of like leadership and, and a lot of um, organized ministry things. And so I had did that with um, some trepidation and like, little bit of angst in some of those things. And then it was like, I felt like I was hitting my groove. And then it felt like Jesus was like, okay, now your now your time is done. We hired people for the student ministry lead position, which was wonderful. But my time for volunteering in that area was done. Um, I felt like Jesus was asking me to step back from ladies ministries, which I really loved um, teaching and organizing that. And, and even just how our small group was run, that Jesus was kind of changing the the structure of that. And it was like, all of a sudden there was just like space, right? We didn't have as many conferences or or retreats that we have had in previous years. And it was like, okay, Jesus, what, what is, what is happening here? The feeling in my soul was like, okay, Jesus, you, I trust that you're good. And you, I really feel like you led me to step back from this stuff, but you led me to step back. And you haven't given me anything. It was that feeling of like sure. you trade up, but you haven't traded up, and so now I'm You've left me hanging. I'm left hanging here, and like what? What do I do? What does this look like? What does the future look like? A lot of that stuff. I knew I was a little bit angsty, but we just need community, right? Mm-hmm. And so you'd like I I recognized I could feel some of the like Whoa, in my soul. But the level of it, I didn't quite understand until you were like, hey, Amy, tell me about what are your stress behaviors? And I'm like, oh, OK. And you're like, hmm, I've just been noticing some of those. How are you doing? <laughs> right. Like, and in a really gracious way. And it was like, all of a sudden I was like, OK, someone else calling it out enlightens it to me that I'm actually less OK than I thought I was. Mm hmm. And Jesus, what is this? See
1: the episode on feedback.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so not exactly. fun to give
1: or to take, yeah.
0: actually. Right? And so it was like, okay, what what is this season? And kind of just even just having that kind of vent of, man, Jesus, I feel like you said to draw back. And I have. And you haven't given me anything. Hmm. Which, I mean, is a whole nother podcast of all the stuff that could be tied to that. And I was like, okay, this is a season. Right? Of... It was like settling in, getting rooted, and then a week later, COVID hit. And then I was like, what, what,
1: what?
0: <laughs> so I'm you weak. came over
1: in tears. You're like, I just settled into what the, I thought was the season. And yeah. all of a sudden, it's like the rug got pulled out of me and uh,
0: from under me. And now yeah. I'm blah. And now this is nothing like I thought it was going to be when I was already trying to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. got
1: to have your SFD that day, which yeah. is poopy first draft for people I don't know. What, yeah. haven't read Brené Brown. and doesn't know what an SFD. You got to just like totally yeah. vent god i just Mm -hmm. finally got my head wrapped around this i'm at peace made peace with you and now what my kids are at home 24 7 yeah and i don't get to do any of the any things that i was loving yep so amy you shifted i watched you shift into a season beautifully you had that day of your tears and your ah and then a week of adapting to doing school at home and It seems like you're in a really wonderful settled space of peace. Not Mm -hmm. that you want life to be this way forever, but you're finding joy and Jesus in your day to day. What are you sensing he's doing in this season? Like what is this season for you?
0: This season for me, I think is, um, is, is similar to the previous season of like learning the rhythms of unforced grace Hmm. of like learning the easy rhythms of my soul That learning how to develop rhythms of life Mm. right now when it's still quiet, when my kids are at home, when there's while it's still but yet so busy with kids at home that it's easy to just be like, ah, don't do that. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? But those like Sabbath rhythms, those rhythms of connecting with people that it really feels like a preparatory time of getting these deep in my soul for whenever the next season comes Mm. that they're so a part of my Mm -hmm. routine and rhythms when things return to some kind of normal and and maybe some of the things that has been stirring, maybe start coming to pass that I have a greater capacity. And I'm just finding them a lot more This Another thing is like a season of just like curiosity of like, what? Okay. What's this? What's this? Like a lot less, let's get some structure. Let's get organized, which I think is so important. I mean, you know me, like critical. I think those things are really critical to have foundations for things. But in now where there's so much unknown about what it could look like, that there's, it just feels like a um, a season to just be curious of like, okay, Jesus, what are, what are you doing at our church? What are you doing in me? What are you doing in my family? What are you doing in this podcast? Like mm-hmm. the curiosity of what could be without going straight to putting like structures and plans in place.
1: That's really good. Mm -hmm. It's really good. As you're talking, I'm thinking, I mean, it's just always fun for me to watch you respond to what Jesus is doing. If we don't embrace what Jesus is doing and we resist it and we resist the season we're in or just wish it away, we miss the value in it. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. Right. Like part of me just was like, okay, I have not had the freedom to do this, but I've heard of people just staying in their pajamas and watching Netflix for days, which would get really old for me after about three hours. But nonetheless, when you're tired, that looks really, really Mm -hmm. appealing. Yeah. (laughs) And my days have looked a lot more like just adapting to how to do the same job in a different way, which is is actually super draining. Mm -hmm. And it's been busy because my house is full of people all the time and such and, you know, all of that. It'd be really easy to just wish this season passed. Like, just get it over, get it over, get it over. I'll be fine when it's over. But we won't be. There's things we need to learn now yeah. that are for the future. And there's things that we were learning in the last season that God was teaching us so we would be ready for this season.
0: Mm-hmm. There's such a fine balance, right? Yep. Between the, like, apathy of just, like, I will lie on the couch and whatever, and angst of, like, let's go, this is her. right? Like, it's that balance of finding, Jesus, what do you have for me in this season?
1: Yeah. And so I sense him, you know, at first it was just like, you know, the right responses, right? Mm, You know what you're supposed to respond to. And we were just coming into a season. I think I had four trips planned for ministry things. It often happens kind of, there's a spring burst and there's a fall burst. And you know, Amy, how much I just, those are the highlight of my year. Oh, yeah, mine too. My top favorite, like I look forward to all year was supposed to be this weekend. Yeah. And there was like a surrendering of, okay, okay, I can just let all these things go. I can let them go. You know, nobody's dying. Mm-hmm. But it's the highlight season of my year has just evaporated before me. Yeah. And super disappointing. And at the same time, nobody died, right? So mm-hmm. you do your mature grown-up thing. And then you get to the point where you're, okay, Jesus, I just let it go because I love you and you're good. And doing all the right things and telling myself the right things and thinking the right things. And yesterday I just woke up with the word upgrade.
0: Mm.
1: I was just like, I felt it in my spirit. Like right now. It's like now. It's not like I know he's going to restore what was lost because he says he would and he will. Mm -hmm. And I will see it in the future. But he's like, no, right now I'm giving you an upgrade. And I'm like, okay. I just felt so much more excitement. But it's like, Mm -hmm. what are you upgrading? I don't understand. Mm -hmm. And So I started to think of what I was letting go of. And, you know, what I can understand of the plans and purposes Jesus has for me right now, I was letting those go. Mm. He's like, no, no, no. I'm actually upgrading you. And okay, as I feel, maybe like this, I don't even know what the future looks like, so I don't know how to dream. Yeah. And I don't like that, because I am a dreamer. I'm a yeah. visionary, and I can't picture the future. What is it going to look like? Everybody, All everybody says is it won't be the same. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be digital. Yeah. It'll all be digital. <laughs> and I'm a people person. I need to hug somebody and look them in the eyes. And you know, there's no <laughs> nothing like togetherness. And he's just like, no, I'm giving you upgrades now. And I was like, he really is. He Mm -hmm. actually right now is increasing my faith. I feel it. And faith is not necessarily a feeling, but I have this expectation that he's, we're stepping into a season where he's going to do some things that I thought would be impossible in my life. Mm. And again, that just feels all weird and vague because I don't know what that's going to look like, but it's almost like I have to say yes to him increasing my faith in the, Awkward space of I don't know what that's going to look like, yeah. and I feel him filling me up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And as he's doing that, he's also stripping things away.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, what if church never looks the same? What if my role never looks the same? Well, I'm not attached to those as identity things, but I sure do enjoy them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But would I surrender that so he can do something radically different? Mm-hmm. And I find myself saying, "Yes, I want that." Yeah, and I think that this surrender season is important. Yeah. It's like surrender. Yeah. It's not just a boo hoo sadness of everything Mm -hmm. is canceled, but an actual legitimate, like I give you this, God, Mm -hmm. can you come and do what you want to do?
0: Yeah. Like you said, it's not just, and and for me, I, uh, an important part of, you know, in the surrender of the season is actually acknowledging the sad and the grieving Mm -hmm. parts, right? I guess, depending on kind of where you're coming from, that, to go to the like fake, this is a season, Jesus has me, this is great, he's doing things kind of like as a way to be in denial about the fact that, man, I'm, as I looked at my calendar of the things I was doing with you, the trips, you know, going overseas that I had, the things, you know, that we were going to do, me and my husband were going to do that I was really excited about. There's gone now. And for me, to actually just pause and have the sadness and have the grief and feel the weight of the loss, but not stay there, mm-hmm. right? The healthy lament, go listen mm-hmm. to that podcast, not just stay there, but feel it and be like, okay, this is really sad. And yeah. yet I surrender it, yeah. right? It's the grieving sadness and the surrender. Yeah. Cause you can't really surrender something but without... a do acknowledge rem- you have to give. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause then it's just, it's nothing.
1: Mm-hmm. It's denial. Yeah, And then I look forward to the future and I just think, well, financially, oh my goodness, you know, Mm. the economy's in the tank. I'll never be able to do these things again. And I recognize that those projections are a bad idea. Mm -hmm. Not just practical thinking, but like I'm projecting limitations on what God can do with my future.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: And that's not okay. Yeah. And then the other word that keeps coming to me, which can sound so cliche, but it's actually a thing. Is the pruning so you can be more fruitful?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. So I'm not as cliche, but ooh, like, I mean, it goes in the seasons and the heart, it goes along with everything. It
1: does. And I just keep saying, God, I want more impact, as in more fruitfulness. I want to impact more lives with freedom and hope and an encounter with God's love. This is the cry of my heart. Well, to do that, I have to let Him prune.
0: Yeah.
1: And some of that pruning just looks like my understanding of how to financially provide for these things. Is just sort of evaporated into smoke. Mm-hmm. But do I believe that he's going to fuel his mission his way? Well, that's where I all of a sudden sense my faith getting bigger. And I'm like, okay, so this is a season, Lord, where you are pruning. Yep. You're stripping away my understanding of how you can do what you said you would do. Hmm. Like you're limited to how I think you can do what you want to do. And in its place is coming this faith that's growing bigger and bigger. And I sense it's like such a significant pivotal time. And I want what Jesus has for me in it Mm -hmm. so that the next season will be the flourishing harvest mm-hmm. I long for.
0: Yeah. One of the things you keep saying, which I think is such a good question to ask ourselves is several times you said, I really want mm. and to ask ourselves, what do I actually really want in this season? Mm. Right. Cause I mean, there's the thing that's like, I want my kids to go back to school and I want, you know, mm-hmm. my life to become easier. But when I stop, it's like, what actually deep down do I long for? What do I really want to come out of this season?
1: That's such a good question. Have you come to like some solid answers?
0: For me, what I really want in this season is like, I want the only picture I can get is like, I want to be so burrowed into Jesus's side that coming out of it is just like greater capacity to carry the heart of the father, Mm
1: -hmm. I think is
0: really what it is. Is just like this picture of like getting so nestled under his wings, tucked up, anchored in him, all those scripture verses about like anchoring Mm -hmm. that it's like, My capacity to love because I've experienced his love and it's so deep is just like that much greater. I
1: think that's what I really want. Yeah. I find myself wanting him as much as it's uncomfortable. I actually do want him to strip away the things that I've unknowingly relied on. Yeah. That aren't bad things, right? Mm -hmm. Social interaction is not a bad thing, but how much we are sort of supported by other things that aren't necessarily Jesus. It's like Mm -hmm. in Hebrews 12, where it talks about everything that can be shaken will be shaken so that that which remains is only of him. And my initial thing is that this shaking is freaking me out and I hate it. Yeah. But we're far enough into it now where I'm just going, man, this is not super cool and super fun, but this is exactly what I was asking Jesus for. Mm -hmm. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to blow past it. I don't want it to last a day longer than it has to. But I actually want it to do its work in me. Yeah. And I just feel like that longing that I have to be so stable in him so that I am less anxious and less rattled by things that have unsettled me in the past. That's, they're not going to have a voice anymore. I guess maybe I'm visual. So I'm picturing myself coming out of this season, fierce and fiery.
0: mm-hmm Mm -hmm. more
1: like a projectile yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i'm just a visual person so i see it that way but i don't see myself coming out of this season weak Mm. or impoverished regardless of what my bank account looks like i see god doing something so valuable in this season that it's like gold tried in the fire yeah and we're going to come out of it fierce Mm -hmm. so i wonder as we finish this episode i just want to pray like every listener Mm -hmm. father god you know them you know their story What is the season that you have them in? Would you show them the signs of the season?
0: Yeah.
1: And would you even give them a vision of what you have for them, though the future is really undefined? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And would you bless them with the courage to shut off the noise and the distractions so that they don't miss what you have for them? And would you give them joy for this journey that they're on right now? And would you take them by the hand and lead them further up and further in? (music)